Where's Hemi? Are you going to sing a jingle? Where's Hemi? I actually like that. Tim, you're muted. Or are you unmuting and muting manually? It's a tactical muting. Okay. All right. We got Hem. Hello. Hello. All right. We'll kick off then. All right. Good evening, lads. Uh, Lovely of you to all join us on this fine warm day in manchester actually don't know how it is uh down south for all of you but it's pretty good up here pretty nice pretty day, cold pretty cold mate pretty cold was it snowing? yeah yeah it's snowing down here oh, to be fair, good for the concrete i don't know what i'm on about when i say it was warm it was also snowing up here it was just sunny yeah but anyway <laughs> welcome all listeners to the first episode of what's it the lost podcast I don't, know. Really? I don't know if we're going to have any listeners. It might just be my mum. It might be all of our mums. Six mums is a good is a good amount for your first podcast, I guess. Good turnout. Um, good so basically, the premise of this show is we're just going to have a question that we're all going to debate for 30 minutes, and that's pretty much it. We'd probably get sidetracked a lot and start talking about other stuff, but yeah. Um, and every week we're going to have an album which one of our participants will recommend. This week it's George. And we'll just discuss that at the end for about 10 minutes each. And yeah, go from there. So this week, the question is uh, double albums. Are they based or are they cringe? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do a quick segment into why I thought of this. It was because before Christmas, I don't know if any of you are that into pavement, but I was getting quite into pavement. And uh, I was looking at, Tim, I think it was you who originally showed me uh, besteveralbums.com. And uh, so I always, I always have a look on there to kind of see what the general consensus on a band is and what their kind of like top recommended albums are. Just, to, you know, you can't trust it completely, but it's a good place to start. And they have one called, have any of you listened to Crooked Rain? No. Okay. <laughs> well, that was one of the top rated albums. And the one on Spotify that I listened to, I didn't realize, but it was like a deluxe album. And just the first side in itself was a double album. And I thought, right, this is long, but we'll, we'll give it a try. And I listened to it and I got through the first side, which is what, like one hour, 20 minutes or something like that. And by that time, I was just like, this, there were some good songs in this, but I think it was just such a commitment. And I got so sick of it and I didn't enjoy it at all. And I was wondering why it's a top rated album. And then about two weeks later, I found out that was a deluxe album and the actual album is like 40 minutes and just by purely listening to the 40 minute version i enjoyed the album like tenfold it was so much more enjoyable so like my base my take on it is that you you can't kind of commit to a double album for that long you can't listen to a band for that long or an album and truly enjoy it to the same extent you can for 40 minutes i think Maybe it's just my attention span. Maybe it's different for everyone, but that's kind of what I wanted to discuss and see what other people's views are. I think it's a sign when a band puts out a double album, it's a sign that they don't really care about the people that are listening to it anymore. They just really care about their own sort of, basically that they, they've been spent so long in a studio that without actually listening to anyone, that they just sort of think that, of course, why wouldn't someone want to listen to me for three hours? But what, why wouldn't they? What, what, what better does anybody out there actually have to be doing? Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a lack of decency. It's a lack of respect to anyone other than themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that a genuine take? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Fair, fair enough. Fair. I do. I know what you mean. I think like if you... On most double albums that I think there are songs that could be cut out. Therefore, if you haven't cut those out, maybe it's like maybe it's what you're talking about in like um like all ego, but maybe it's just that they don't know how to edit properly and they don't know how to like efficiently cut out stuff from their album that isn't necessary. Yeah, I, I think there's something to that as well. And I think I don't know. Um who have we got here that writes who who write i don't know we've got a few instrumentalists here but who actually like writes music <laughs> hemi no one else tim tom you write music yeah i write music and I, well I was, I was talking to george about it the other day with this the double album thing was it feels like like you have to it's like something you have to trim the fat off it's like 
like George was saying, it feels like they're mostly fillers. Like I don't think anyone's favorite album is like two sides, or like you know, twenty tracks deep. Yeah. I because I feel like, and sometimes are they even just you know, especially nowadays, like they're like five, like to twenty second interludes as well, kind of thing. Because it was like in what? an album, you have like a twenty second interlude. Yeah, because we didn't. I was like, what even is a double album? You know what I mean? Like, is that like a, a sequential well, thing? That, that's actually it? a really good point. Wait, have we lost him? Yeah, but we'll, we'll see All if he right, comes we'll, back. We'll see if he comes back. But that, that's a good point, actually, Tom. We should probably like uh, define what is meant by a double album, and that is like, I think it depends on the medium you're listening to it on. But originally, yeah. it stems from like LPs, and I think like mm. to have an LP with good quality, you get a maximum for one LP, two sides. You get like a maximum of around forty to fifty minutes on a good quality. Yeah. So I think a double album back in the day was anything that would go over about 50 minutes, you know, getting into like one hour, one hour, 20 minutes. That's what kind of what was a double album. So that's what but what find, is it? But what would you consider a double album now? Because if you buy records of like albums that have come out recently, I'd actually say that a lot of them would class as double albums in the sense that they'd be double LPs. But I wouldn't necessarily class them as a double album because it might be 50 minutes or an hour long. And to me, I wouldn't say that an hour long album would necessarily be a double album unless they've tried to make some kind of split there. But I don't know what you guys think. Well, uh, that's a good question. I reckon like we should say anything over like one hour, one hour, 10 sort of thing. Yeah, one hour ten feels safe. Yeah, because I was like, going to say getting, sorry, yeah. you can just get to an hour, and that's still good. But an hour, an hour yeah. ten is like. Mm. Well, I've always maintained that the like, the ultimate sort of time for an album, the ultimate running length, is like forty-five minutes. All my favorite albums are around forty-five minutes, and apart from, and this is the one which I wasn't sure is technically a double album. It's one of my favorite albums ever. Is Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the Chili Peppers. <laughs> And that's like one hour, 10 minutes or something like that. Um, but that's, yeah, that's, I, I think it's about an hour. Jamie, can you fact check that? <clears throat> oh yeah, we've got our own, we're doing the Rogan thing here for all the listeners <laughs> and we've got our own young Jamie <laughs> who's going to be our fact checker, so. Um, I was thinking, so when you initially asked the question of like, what do you think of double albums? My initial response was like, yes, I'm a fan of double albums. Like, why, why wouldn't I be more music is, is more better? Um, and that was kind of what I, my initial response, but then I actually thought about it for a little bit, and I was like, I don't actually think that like, there are... Like, name one that you, that you like. That's the thing. Like, I, there's double albums I like, but there were, there's no double albums that I think I listen to frequently, or I listen to, like, a lot. Um, so then I was kind of like, maybe it's maybe just, like like... In my mind, a double album sounds good. It does sound like more bang for your buck. I'm down for that. But at the same time, I do think that on reflection, I was like, maybe it's actually not really that good of a thing because actually I never listen to any double albums simply because they are just a little bit too long. And usually Mm -hmm. there are always going to be songs I don't like. But then I guess like you could say like Abbey Road. I don't know if you would consider it a double album. It's not that long. Is it really only 40 minutes? It's It's just got loads of tracks on it, I guess. At the end, you probably think it kind of goes on a bit longer, but it's, um, yeah, I think it's like 50 minutes that. But then Ah. that's a good point because I was thinking about this the other day. It's like one of the great double albums is the White Album. And I never listened to that. I can't ever be arsed with it because it's too long. But if you trim <laughs> they're just the a bit fat, daunting. Yeah, it's daunting. But if you trim all the fat of the white album, you probably have one of the best Beatles albums. Like, uh, not the best, but it's tier. It's like, you know, top tier. But yeah, I just never approach it because it's, mm. it's got too much filler on it. Yeah, I can think I of a lot of albums by artists that I really, really like that are double albums, and it's the double album which is in their sort of like top tier albums. That that's the one I'm just really can't be bothered. Yeah. Exactly. Physical, physical I graffiti. White album in that. I think, like, I think white album <laughs> is in bits. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, yeah, lots of really, really hot takes. Um, there's, there's lots of. I can think of quite a few albums by artists. I think are absolutely fantastic, and the double album of their sort of collection is the one that I just really never really stuck with me. Go Never really names. sort of 
it's not the one that I'm going back to. And I'd say the what I'd include the White Album in that. I think Reflector mm. by Arcade Fire is another. Oh, okay, yeah. Would you put the Wall Pink Floyd in there? Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent a double um, album. And that's and another. Do you know what? Go on, go on. That's that's another one that I like. I would agree. I think if it was much shorter, I think it'd be a really, really, really good album. And it's I'm not mm. to say it's a bad album, but it's not one that I find myself listening to when I go and listen to Pink right. Floyd. Well, very, this one, really yeah, this one's an interesting yeah. one because I'm gonna defend the wall on this one because I think that's in that sort of medium. That's when a double album becomes relevant because the point of the wall is it's like a rock opera. It tells a story and it's kind of like a journey that tells this whole mm. story good point. I, I think it's not about the music so much it's about like a story that they're trying to tell you and that story can't be told in a conventional 40 minutes or so it has to be told in like one hour 20 minutes yeah, so it may, it's maybe like it's like operatic like, yeah exactly maybe, maybe it's because you're kind of like listening to it i don't know how you've listened to it obviously but if you're kind of mm. like going for the odd tunes off it or whatever i mean i never listened to it but when i when i used to listen to pink floyd a lot more i did listen to it quite a lot and i did like it well i, I think that's the, like go on josh i think that's the thing is that i agree with you like that in the sense of it's an album that makes sense to be a double album and it does work but and i i wouldn't say that i'm actually anti double album but i also wouldn't probably listen to it for that reason yeah if that no, makes that's sense fair enough that's fair enough i mean <laughs> i can't remember the last time i bothered with that album like has, has anyone listened to the the wall in the past five years, start to finish? No, I'm more inclined to the uh, sort of 35 minute long little journeys that they give you with uh, things like animals and uh, yeah. Atom Heart Mother. Yeah, they're exactly. definitely more down my alley. They're sort of shorter experiences. But that's the thing. I don't know how you guys are with listening to albums. I'm quite dogmatic. Like I don't mind listening to like like the odd song here and there or whatever. But like. If I'm putting on an album, I like to make it to the end. I don't like to kind of... <laughs> totally. It depends on the album. If it's something like, uh, if we're talking like Sigaross or something, then I'm in a very specific mood and I want to listen to that from start to finish. And then I'm sort of thankful that it's longer uh, because of that sort of journey that that album takes me. But if it's just with like, I don't know, some pop music or something or just conventional rock, I don't think I could take an hour 10 of the same album. That's also the thing. I think a problem with double albums is that often a band, when they make an album, they kind of conform to one sound for that album. Not always, but often. And that is much the case with a lot of double albums. It's like, if you give me a double album now, and I'm sure it exists, and in fact, I've got one in mind, we'll get to it. But um, if you give me a double album that's like, every song's a sort of different genre, every song kind of offers something new into the mix, then that's probably way more listenable to me and less like uh, fatiguing for one hour, 20 minutes, one hour, 10 minutes, who knows? But the one I was thinking of, which I saw is apparently classed as a double album, if you can get some duration on it, Jamie, for us, is uh, The Clash, London Calling. Because that's got a lot of different sort of styles of writing on it. I mean, it's all maintains that like Clash's sort of, soft punk rock style of writing and songs but all the songs are kind of different and they're very enjoyable in their own right and that's what 60, i can do 65 minutes according to this okay so <clears throat> i think i think it's a double album especially considering the, the era that it came from yeah. and that there was less less albums that were that long coming out definitely yeah, very true. back to an earlier point when I listen to an album and not a playlist, I want to listen to the album. So one of the worst things listening to an album is shuffle. But you yeah. get a yep. double album and I'm like, there's so many fucking songs on this. I'm probably not going to make it to the end. Am I just going to shuffle it? Mm. Yeah, true. What you mean you, you start shuffling it before you commit to Bef the album? like right? At the I, would, I would shuffle a double album before listening to it first time but uh, really? a normal album no i'd start to finish but you shuffle it before listening to it the whole way through for the first time yeah if Fringe. i'm on spotify, and, I'm on spotify and i see uh side one and a side two i'm like fuck listening that starts finish i'll shuffle it to be fair, I kind of I've never done that, but I kind of like that idea. Maybe not on first listen, but if you're like, oh, I know I like some of the songs on this album, but I can't be asked with all of it. Shuffling's not a bad idea. 
Yeah. I, th- I do that these days. I do that when I listen to um, live albums or greatest mm. hits. Or some, sometimes I'll do that when, or like, say, like the name of this band is The Talking Heads, right? Is like a good example of like it's like a thirty-song long album, and it's like a compilation of uh, live tunes that they've done from various different shows. So it's like that kind of album. I'm absolutely no way going to sit down and listen to thirty-three songs, or however many it is, of The Talking Heads play live. But I also want to listen to all of the songs in the album. So when I listen to that, I will just shuffle it and listen to it for however long I feel. And that's a similar kind of idea, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Um, But yeah, how how long did you say uh, London Calling was? 60 minutes. 65 minutes, 19 tracks. 65 minutes, 19 tracks. They're all quite short as well, though. They are short. Yeah, that's maybe another good factor. Is that who was that? Ah. And that's another one that's just popped into my head. Bob Dylan's new album is considered a double album, although I don't know if it is because it's just got one 10-minute song at the end that's like, right, there you go. Now it's double. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, but I did like that. I, I listened to it almost all the way through. No, no, I did listen to it all the way through. What am I on about? And I enjoyed almost every song of it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that point about keeping each track short could be really important because if you have like each i'm trying to think of an album now that comes to mind where each track's like three minutes but it goes on for one hour ten minutes but that is a good way to keep you entertained because when you have like i don't know um like any old prog album that's a double album as well like anything by yes anything king crimson <laughs> yeah well what are, what are king crimson double albums is um i think red yeah. is one right is uh what's that one starless might be or the the orchestral one what's that i don't know it's not starless and bible black is it you know you used to love it the like the orchestral one i'm not sure which one you mean definitely are um (laughs) hang on i'm gonna have a look he's just being shy This is first podcast. Oh, I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I'm King Crimson or yes? Uh, King Crimson. It well, is... I was trying to look at a different album. Oh, then... Lark's, not Lark's Tongues and Aspects. No, not. Oh, In the Wake of Poseidon. No. Oh, Islands. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've got double? that on the vinyl. Um, yeah, I think it might be. Uh, one well, hour. I never liked that, but you did. Yeah, I enjoy that very much. But then again, each song is sort of slightly different to the last, so it's not quite the same as like the Pink Floyd experience. But I let it off because it's an hour long, so a bit of variety is appreciated. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Well, yeah, I guess those sorts of bands like your Jethro Tolls as well. They've got, Mm. I think, I'm pretty sure Thick as a Brick is a double album. I haven't listened to that since like I was nineteen. But that's is that a double album? Jamie? I think, I think so, yeah. But that's like two songs. So that's something else to commit to. It's like two songs and it's a double album. It's like, I'm not ever going to... That's why I haven't listened to it since I was 19, you know. Mm. It's like, I'm sure some of yeah, it's good, quite I can't even remember. But when you have like an hour, 10 minutes straight of Jethro Tull, you're not <laughs> going to be able to pick up, pick out the good bits out of a 40-minute song and be like, oh, next time I listen to it, I'll just listen to it from this time. It's like, No. <laughs> Yeah, do it. I mean, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you any difference between "Thick as a Brick" Part One and "Thick as a Brick" Part Two. Yeah, well, I mean, how many times have you listened to it multiple times? Probably once or twice. Yeah, I listened to it in God knows how long, and I think I listened to it once and was like, "Nah, not again." But yeah, um, I got a list here. Uh, I have a, I have an interesting one to bring up that I just thought of uh, is um, by Outcast. The speaker box slash the love below. You know, do you, do you remember that album? I remember it, but I, you know, I couldn't name you many songs. So it's like I, I actually don't think the album is that good, but it's quite an interesting example of a double album because obviously Outkast are like a hip hop group that perform together, but then they both made solo albums in which they like both like collaborated on, but kind of released two solo albums as one double album. If that makes sense. Um, and I don't actually think I think that Andre 3000's album's kind of shit Big Boy's one's alright, I don't think the albums are amazing, but 
I think that that's a really cool example of how you can do a double album and yeah, just like well, a really it, unique. That's kind of like a buy one, get one free album, isn't it? Yeah, basically. I mean, um, so, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that one was an interesting one to bring up in the sense of like they that it's a cool way to do a double album that isn't just like an hour and a half of just like the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one that's just come into my mind is um, Melancholy by the Smashing Pumpkins. The Smashing Pumpkins, if any of you have listened to that. Listen to half of it. Yeah. <laughs> did you not listen to it? <laughs> On shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the deluxe edition, which is like fucking five hours long. <laughs> I, I think we all know my answer to our double album based <laughs> no, right, based based means good apparently dude based is good. oh we oh, should probably yeah. clarify that because i think yeah. only oh, jesse and jay <laughs> you're all meant to be millennials too and if you don't know what based means i can't let me to get a definition for you is it based is it like st or it no, just makes like me think turkey. of roasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose that is good. What does yeah. Urban Dictionary? While Jamie finds that, did you only listen to half? Because you I gen I genuinely only listen to half. I get to the nine-minute song. I can't remember what it is. And I think that's the second to last song. That's, the it. that's it. You have a double <laughs> album and you have the cheek to put a nine-minute song in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got the definition of based. All right, hit me. <laughs> the opposite of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that genuinely the web definition of base? Yeah, it's the third one down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can. It's, best, it's the best one I saw. It's the best one I saw. Yeah, I'll take it. So I bring all... up the um, Kamazi Washington's 2015 album. Kamazi Washington, you know, like visionary sax sax player, band leader. You know, he's done some absolutely fantastic things and some absolutely fantastic tracks. Uh, his 2015 album, which is lovelyly named The Epic, which sets you up for exactly what's about to happen because it's going to come in at a neat and tight 173 minutes. Oh my God. Of oh, just no. basically, it's the same sort of sound the whole way through. And I really like it, but I don't want three hours of it. I'm not mm. going to lie. I was sort of yeah, kind of stuff, so actually going to gig and sort of thinking, was this. Disc one, or was this this two, or was this disc two? <laughs> <laughs> it was all it was all great, but I, I was completely lost in it. See, and that that's a good um, like an interesting point is is it different in jazz? Because you're probably the jazz cat of this group, if anyone. Um, yeah. And I guess one of the one of the great jazz double albums is Bitches Brew. That was the first one. It's, it's not it's not exactly listenable as it is. Um, <laughs> I'd like to hear your take on that. Um, I mean, Bitches Brew is when sort of got to the point where, you know, he literally just stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> um, and really was just going to sort of see what sounds he could compile and just sort of squirt into a microphone and see what happens. Um, but, you know, brilliantly critically acclaimed, so who am I to comment? Um, Tim, I'm sure we've had a conversation at like five in the morning saying how it's the best jazz album ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've never listened to it all the way through, so I'm talking about my absolute ass. Oh, Christ. It's you not. To it. You have definitely listened to it. I've seen the... I'm hey, sure you still listen to it. I, yeah, I've got, yeah, you must have. got that record, Bob's. Yeah, Tim, I've got your dad's record still. He's out. He's gone. He's had enough. Tim. I, think, I think we've lost him. Tim's, Tim's out. He, he did not like that comment. Tim, <laughs> just give him his final back Emmy for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there listening to Bitches Brew every morning when I wake I think we should all play it when he joins the conversation again. Best double album ever. Yeah. I realized yeah, the Marshy Wasting album was three hours long. That's fucking nuts. That's just, have you listened to it, though? Have you listened to I, it? I've, 
I've never listened to it. I've heard songs of it, and I really enjoyed them. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't realise. Oh my god, that is there mental. He is. <laughs> there he is. It's a quick smoke break. <laughs> All this talk of bitches brew, he had to go and listen to title track. Yeah, mine. <laughs> But yeah, anyway. that, was, that was just my take. That was me. Drop, drop the mic. I'm out. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I don't blame you. Um, but yeah, where I was going with Melancholy, I did the exact same thing with that as I did with the uh, Pavement album. That was uh, one of their top rated on best ever albums. Listen to it. I think, I think I did actually listen to it in the gym. So I'm not sure. You don't really listen that intently when you're in the gym. You're kind of just like, oh, it's, it's in the background. Like you want TS when, you, when you're doing what like you that, do right? in the gym, anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hard to pay attention. Um, but yeah, I think I think I was just like every three songs in this one really stands out to me. And if you had just got rid of all those like other two songs, then it would be a great album. But because you haven't, it's just kind of an hour or two that like convulges in noise. And so the the strong songs don't pop out as much because it, it's kind of like mixed in with this like plethora of just mess. And that's why I really don't like double albums. They just they they like disguise good tunes and just wishy washy stuff. I think a better way of doing it for some bands is a compilation album. Like uh, King Gears, I'm sure they could have ruined a lot of albums. Slapping extra songs in just for that sort of a bit lackluster. Hey, that's a good one, actually. Album. They sort of strip away the weaker remnants and keep that strong one, stick it in there, and then you can stick that on shuffle. What, sort of they, what do you problem. mean? They, they don't, are you saying they have a compilation album or they don't? No, like with um, uh, Gumboot Soup. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Reject songs. Like. Yeah, exactly. But you wouldn't want two hours. Well, you wouldn't want an hour and twenty minutes of that album, would you? No, that's what no, that his point. But, is that, oh, is that it's a compilation mean. of reject songs, so and then the they just chuck them in that an would album. be in the double album. You take out kind of, and you just use the best ones and chuck it in one album altogether. Yeah, just like a little thing for the fans. Yeah, it's a good shout. In fact, we should start a petition that everyone has to do that, or else they get lynched. Sounds pretty base to me. Um, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking now, I think, I do agree. I think I would rather, if they have a double album which has, let's say, 18 songs on it, I would much rather that the artist cuts that down to 12 or 13 and then releases an EP or a single with a couple of B-sides or something like that, just like separately after the album or before. Um, I think that because then I think you can if they're struggling to cut it down, it still means that they can get all their music that they've made out there. But at the same time, it won't be like a daunting length of album to then listen to. Yep, I think that's a really interesting point as well, because uh, have we lost Tim again. Every time. <laughs> and, and Jamie's left. Like, oh, Jamie's, left. <laughs> him, but Jamie's cat was Oh no, Jamie's cat's gone now. Okay, he's back. Um, I was, anyway, I was I, say about the um with with the releasing of it, like I I prefer it now with like Spotify, like one of my favorite band, um, Paper Kites. Like at the moment, they're just every like two months they're releasing a track that's like from the same album, um, but it's then none of the songs are like amazing, but it's just quite nice to like get a vibe, like kind of sit in that atmosphere for like once every kind of two months because it's really mellow and really chilled. But when they release that album. Like I'm, ho- it would be awesome if those were like kind of like the filler tracks, like leading up to like the release of like the actual like forty-five minute. Like this is like the juicy stuff, and that was kind of just like almost like an intro that you just kind of get over time to kind of get you hyped while they're writing it. It was yeah. kind of cool. Like it, it would be a lot more digestible than here's like an hour and a half of like so- with some like really nice songs peppered in there, but with like just kind of atmospheric stuff that ties it all together for like another, you know. 40 minutes so they're like anti-singles where they're not like yeah. the songs That's, they're like the like opposite is that, is that think, um are you basing someone that should something? do that is that what they are doing are you saying yeah that's pretty they well that? they might think they're singles but to me they're, they're like the filler. <laughs> 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 
don't like that yeah, band. So that's that's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the album's better. Not like they're really like this. The songs aren't like they're really mellow. It's they're not they're not trying to do anything catchy with them. So it feels like they know what they're doing. But we'll I'll I'll let you know. I'll update you when the album comes out. And yeah, let us know if yeah if it lives That'd up to cool. the hype. Uh, good news. I just got a notification from Zoom and it says we're removing the 40 minute limit. So yeah, I saw that. Oh, baby. Uh, I don't know when we actually started this, this call. This podcast is going to be three on. hours long. Yeah, <laughs> the, the <laughs> listeners are really fucking regretting it now. <laughs> uh, is, is there a way to find out how long you've actually been on for? Because I didn't really Well, I reckon we could just say what we Fringe. think. Of these based albums. <laughs> all right, all right. And yeah, then let's move still on. Using it wrong, Hemi. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I <don't care>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. One point I was going to make, and this is why I asked if you make your own music, Tom, because you you were saying earlier, George, about um, you what they should do when they make an album is review it and produce it a bit better and cut out all the ones that they thought were filler. But this is like, obviously, I'm not an accomplished songwriter and I'm not like any of these people who have the sort of funding to make a double album. But I've Don't found say it... yourself short. <laughs> well, mm. no, look, I've got to be humble. Um, <laughs> but it, it's really we hard. A, together, a lot of the time, a lot of the time you can believe. Rock in like... beat seven. <laughs> you can believe in one of your own tunes and it's you kind of it's like a child to you. You don't want to get rid of it. You don't want to say like, mm, actually we could do without this because you put time into it and you put like your love and your energy and your soul into it. So if you're kind of reviewing it at the end, you're like, no, just delete this album. Well, maybe, you know, I guess you can still release it as a B side. That's probably harder than you think to a lot of people. It's not as like simple as, and but when you, when, when it comes down to it, you should always think about the album. In my opinion, you should think. Yeah. About like that's album. what I mean. Wouldn't you want to be like these, these songs, I don't want to like ruin the album with like putting some of like the things that I don't think quite hit the mark. You know, it's like, isn't there a better place to put them? True, like, but you probably think they hit the mark, but they're just not as good as the rest. You know, I'm, you probably yeah. don't think they're trash. You're probably like, I still put time in this, and you're always going to see more merit in them than other people. I think. I'm sure, um, a lot of people in the olden days when they were recording analog were a lot more unwilling to part with uh, material. Yeah because yeah. of all the effort gone into recording it. So they probably just thought, we'll stick this in as well as an extra thing that it, uh, like big fans can enjoy. And maybe yeah, back in those days, it would have been more, it would have been more of a benefit to have, have a double album because if you're buying LPs and playing vinyls, you actually do get more money, more, you know, mm. more bang for your buck and stuff like that. Whereas in the day and age that we're in, where it's Spotify, maybe that's actually why we don't like double albums. Maybe if you are somebody that was 20, 30 years older, they'd have very, very different opinions to us because, mm. because of the, the way that we listen to music is different. I really regret not getting my dad on this show now. <laughs> <laughs> I regret you not doing that as well. Yeah, it would have been great. Anyone? What about guest appearance? Maybe hmm. next time. I'll see. I'm sure he would love to do it. To be fair, he would probably love it. I would love it. Well, let's make it happen. Sorry, what were you going to say, Ham? The whole like bang for your buck thing is interesting, but again, I just think it stems down to an album should feel like a journey like every song should feel like it should feel like a story not just like a here's a load of songs i make i think they're all really good i'm just gonna chuck them all on this massive album one that sprung to mind i have no idea why and i don't even know if you class it as a double album but to pimp a butterfly it's okay. definitely not a double i listened to that today it's an hour and 20 minutes and it's is it really it's an hour and 20 minutes and it's got 16 tracks on it i did not know it was that long you yeah were... i'm a fan of that album definitely yeah, that's why like, you were late for the bus george <laughs> <laughs> that, that album has like a really nice story running on well, not nice but it has a story running through it and flows so well yeah, I think Paris. that's a good one. I think that is a good one if it's an hour, 20 yeah. minutes long. That's definitely... Yeah, okay. Maybe that. it is like, based, boys. <laughs> <laughs> based it like you're Turk. <laughs> I can't think of a cringe double album using a similar Can't-we-all. sort of story. Cool. With, um, 
what's it called? Uh, the King Gizzard one that's really heavy. See, I was going to ask Hemi about Mur- this because he that's Mur- his favorite. Murder of the Universe. Mur- See, it's a great album, but I just get cringed out by the narr- narration. I love the bit with the robot. <laughs> I, love, I love the when the robot comes to life. <laughs> oh, Hantiomi, yeah, there's, same. There's, there's something about that bit of the album, which is just like such good imagery. But yeah, that, definitely. That album's only 46 minutes. No, it's not. Surely it's a double album. It's pretty long. Nah, it's 46, it's 46 I, months. I don't believe you. Yeah, there you go. go the, the narration makes it feel so much longer. It's I like that minutes. one. Oh my god! But yeah, I do. But on the Spotify, it's got three separate discs, and on the nice. album, on the album, on the actual LP, it's got two albums. So maybe it's just high quality. You, yeah. The robot, the confused cyborg. Honestly, I I was almost certain that was a double album. You know. Hmm. That always feels like it goes on for ages. Yeah, it's a great it's, album. It, just could have been better without the narrated parts. I thought it does. I, mean, sound I guess you can skip similar. them. Is that a criticism of the length of the album, though, or just the actual content of the album? Well, I thought it was a, a double album yeah, originally. So Let, let's pretend um, it is. If it, it, I mean, it's it, it reveals how we feel about it that it feels longer than it actually is. I think. Yeah, we're talking about double albums, not just shit albums. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, we've concluded the double album part of today. What we can now talk about is albums that feel longer than they actually are. <laughs> <laughs> albums that feel longer than they are. I'm sure there must be some out there, surely. All right. No, sorry, Jamie, you were saying. Oh, I, I'm long gone now. Way off the train. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. You've thrown me. Right, I'm looking at a list here that I've got of kind of the most critically acclaimed double albums. And as I said, the only one I'm, I'm actually looking through and saying, yeah, actually, that's a good album, is the Clash one. Number two is the Beatles, we've discussed. Blonde on Blonde is number three. Also, way too long. Really good songs in it. Really good songs. But it just goes on too long for me. I've listened to it probably twice all the way through just because I found it really boring. Feel free to disagree with my opinions, by the way. No, you, your opinions are fact. Yeah. Are they based? <laughs> Say they're based. What does base mean again? Opposite of okay. cringe. Opposite of cringe. Anti-cringe. Anti-cringe. I wouldn't say it's probably, anti-cringe. I, agree. I would say it's the opposite of cringe. We're pretty based right now. Um, <laughs> here's another good one. Uh, Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Lift your skinny fists. Mm, I feel like that suits it, though. Suits it, it is, album. I mean, yeah, that, that's a good one because it's instrumental and yeah. it's like, as you said, that's kind of like the point Similar of it. It's with... like a story sort of thing, but you kind of yeah. create your own story. I can imagine Same thing with a lot of post-rock, I guess. Tim. Tim, yeah. Tim definitely loves it. <laughs> he's, he's just thinking about it right now. <laughs> I've got a horrendous delay. That's why I'm not responding as quickly. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, yeah, you mentioned Sigaross sort of at the start of this, which is mm. quite similar. Like, you know, it's, it's all built on really, really long, drawn out things, which ultimately sort of make the, the sort of, the climax where they get to all the more powerful that's you know, hugely what they're going for and yeah it would feel weird having a post-rock album that's half an hour long and made up of like nine songs that are three minutes long just, just wouldn't work um would you say the double album for post-rock's like a genre defying thing then it's something you almost have to have yeah probably <laughs> i'm not gonna ask you questions anymore because it just takes like 10 seconds for you to hear them I would concur with Tim as well. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, here's one that's apparently a double album is Electric Ladyland. Who is that? Is it really? Apparently so. Electric Ladyland. Jimi Hendrix. 
to be fair, I, I, I never listen to that one. That isn't really the one that I will tend to go to. Yeah, me neither. Although to I don't be listen honest. to many of Hendrix's albums, I much prefer listening to him live. Well, mm. yeah, fair enough. I mean, he's got the three, hasn't he? And then he's got um, Band of Gypsies. And that's kind of it. Mm. But yeah, how yeah to be honest, I go live. It's pretty hard to see these days. That's uh, one hour, 15 minutes, and it's definitely the one I've listened to the least. The other two I've listened to quite a bit. And I never I never actually realized it was that long, to be fair. Uh, like, Crosstown Traffic, that's obviously a tune I've heard a lot. But uh, yeah, it's not one I've listened to a lot out of all his albums. Um, right, what else have we got here? Can, Tego Mago, or however you pronounce it. That's another really good one, because that's kind of, that's like, you know... If, if you're saying what you were saying about post-rock, that's almost got the same thing to it, the same aspects. And that, again, it's cool. It, I don't know if any of you listen to it. It is cool, and I do like it, but it's just too long. It's like an hour or hour, 20 minutes, however long it is, of just like... For like an hour and 20 minutes. You know, do it for 40 minutes, and it's going to be boring. You do it for an hour and 20 minutes, I'm calling it cringe. Mm. So <laughs> there's that one. Um, Exile on Main Street by the Rolling Stones. Again, ever listened to it? I've listened to it. I've listened to it a few times. Haven't listened to it in probably like nine, well, not nine years. Oh yeah, it will be about nine years probably now. And again, used to like it too long. So I what mean, tracks runner. Uh, the first one is I think the first one's Rip This Joint. Um, is it Rip This Joint, the first one? I can't even remember. Rocks Off. Rocks, Rocks Off. off. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think what else is. It's bitten. No, that's later. I can't even remember what's on it. Um, but that's again, right, yeah. that's again one of their critically acclaimed albums. It's meant to be one of the best. But for me, it's just too long. Uh, what about... All right, this is a good one. Uh, both Biggie's albums are double albums. Are they? I don't know if either of you, I don't know if any of you have listened to Ready to Die yeah. or uh, yeah. Life After Death, but like Ready to Die is an unbelievably good album and it is very well regarded in, in like hip hop mm. uh, Hall of Fame. And actually, if you think about hip hop, there's a fair few double albums like uh, Enter the 36 Chambers. I don't know how long that is, but that by Wu Tang is a really long album. And the one they made after, We Tank Forever, I think that one's called. That one's definitely a double album. So I think in hip-hop, actually, and in hip-hop, <clears throat> I will still be put off by double albums, but I, I think less so um, Liquid listening to a hip-hop album. It? I'm not sure. may well be. But, um, yeah, it doesn't bother me so much, actually, if I think about hip-hop albums. There's a lot of hip-hop double albums that I actually really like and will listen to maybe less than non-double albums but i still will give them a blast every now and then do you think with a i don't know why some bands might get like a, a backlog of raps and things that they've written down in their own time before they get like an opportunity to get their music produced so maybe the content's just a lot more tight because they've had all that time to work on it and things i'm thinking like specifically with biggie for that one yeah I don't know. I don't know why I don't, why I would be more forgiving of a hip hop album to be longer because there's nothing that really jumps out at me. Maybe it's because I'm like more focused on the lyrical content or something than maybe I would be with some of the, a lot of the other double albums we've mentioned, which are like are very instrumental. Um, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I have to say, like as a hip hop fan, there's a lot of double albums actually now I'm thinking about it that I do actually really like. Yeah, I'd say that's like the genre I, I would listen to the most double albums, but like not not because I want to sit through and listen to a story, but just because I they tend to come up a lot. And I find it really easy to sit with hip hop for a while. But yeah, I, I know what you mean, George. I can't really put a pen on why. No, I don't know because you'd think if anything it would be harder to because it's you know by you know by definition a bit less melodic than you know any other album that would be like another genre like rock or something. But it's still easy to sit through. I just can't think why that is. Um, maybe maybe you're, uh, you're viewing circumstances as well. If you're gaming hardcore. <laughs> yeah, like I'd, I'd say, it's like always when I'm if I'm driving, I'd always listen to it. Like it's quite nice to drive to it. Yeah, I know mm. it's, it's something you do less like to sit through and listen to it intently. But I still, yeah, 
like a traveling kind of thing. What about um, music but has the rights to children? How long is that? I'm just going to check it out. I'm now. pretty sure that's double, yeah. I, so I, was, I actually didn't think of that until now, but that's probably one of my most listened to albums ever. Uh, it's only 62 minutes, so it's sort of uh, halfway no, between. That counts. But no, I've got I've got one hour, 11 minutes on Spotify. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I listen to that album a lot, and I, less so these days than I used to, but when I was younger, I used to listen to it all mm. the time, and I still stand by it. I think it's really solid. I don't think that there's anything that I would want cut out of it um, or yeah. re-released. What seems to be interesting is that like um, all the albums I was mentioning that I was saying I'd listened to and really not enjoyed seem to be sort of more conventional rock albums, probably more more fatiguing if you're listening to them for such a long time, something you don't have as much energy. Whereas like music has the rights to children. Don't get me wrong. It's not necessarily like an easy listen, but you can kind of tune out a bit more if you know what it's I mean. It's relaxing, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's a big Tune part. out and there's a lot more room for actually doing something different with the song. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And that, with like a classic is... rock. Yeah. Mm. Also, maybe maybe it's also to do with the fact that if I was to listen to something like that, I might listen to it while I'm performing another task. Uh, so then I'm going to be more like more able to then listen to it for longer. Because, do you know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm like, I don't know, doing some work or something, it's that kind of album I might put on. Whereas a lot of like, I'm not going to, it's, it's less likely I'm going to put on the white album to then answer some emails. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe that's also why I'm more happy to do it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, here's a question. Is there an, a double album any of you would like to see from an artist or band? That you, could, that you could think of who hasn't got one? Is there someone you can think of who you would say, I reckon they could do it. Robbie Williams? Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent question. I don't think I have an answer to, to get back to you on that one. Yeah, I'd like to think, but I'm sure I can come up with something. Mm, yeah. Like, I tried to think of someone that's released something in the last year, and I genuinely don't think I would want any of them to release a double album. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Black Midi, just to see what the hell they do. Just because it would be mental. Yeah, but, you know, the 40 minutes is long enough. It's like, uh, all right, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm scared now. After listening to that, you're like, right, I need a shower and some vanilla milkshakes maybe they could do like a good rock opera though yeah yeah they could do um yeah that that is an interesting shout because i think it's so far from what i would want from, <laughs> from an i just want to look into the black hole don't you <laughs> <laughs> you want it so little that you actually want it yeah maybe i mean i'll definitely listen to it if they did it, I'd definitely listen. <laughs> would you would you <laughs> listen to it on shuffle? Yeah, uh, no, I don't think I would. Not if it's their rock opera. <laughs> yeah, you'd be so confused. If they're just chucking a load of fucking demos and then count me up, I uh, just realised Taylor Swift just released a double album this year. I know. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I know. What? That is crazy. No, that's bass, brother. Oh, sorry, Tom. Both both were an hour long release within a month. I just thought about it and, and looked on the Spotify and I was like, shit, she just, she yeah, just what's really... what's the name of the album? I've seen it. Oh, around. um Folklore's one of them. That's it, yeah. Uh, yeah and Evermore. That is such a cringe album name. You could put that on the cringe. There you go. That's the first confirmed cringe album, double album of the day. Well, has anybody listened to it? We can't say it's cringe yeah, if we haven't listened to it. Like, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's boring. It's boring. I respect, I respect her for doing it because it's like you're a huge ultra pop star. So like doing that is kind of like an awesome, I do whatever I want kind of thing. But also it's not. Wasn't, um, isn't Lemonade a double album as well? It could by be. By Beyonce. It could be, yeah. It could that, be now that's fucking album. I've never listened to oh, it actually, wow. but I know everybody loves it. Bops. There's plenty of bops on that one. 
I'm having a look now. Um, 49 minutes, get wrecked. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that would that's an interesting one, actually, because it's like she's a pop artist, Taylor Swift. So not really many people probably listen to her songs through the medium of an album, if you know mm. what I mean. I mean, I'm assuming a whole lot here because I don't actually know this because I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I'm no, not it's... sure I know many people who do. But I think I, of all the fans that she has, like young yeah. like girls, or maybe not the young girls necessarily, that might be a bit like generalizing. But Generally definitely a lot of people plays. wouldn't necessarily listen to double albums before. And now they're gonna they're definitely gonna sit through and listen to that. Those Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. Do you reckon? Do you reckon they actually will though? Yeah, like if if the, if you're a fan of like if you're a fan of something like that, you you listen to their shit for sure. What when you like properly simp for an artist? And she yeah, kids. There's a reason. I think like, so, man. They are definitely big fans of her. Of course, yeah, of course they're listening to music. Do you reckon they like the big fans really listen to kind of the albums all the way through? I'm just, I'm like genuinely yeah, curious because yeah. I, I reckon hundred listen to like pop albums like that. Who are you know really into the pop scene? I mean, yeah. they probably do, but I imagine they most of the time just have their favorites in playlists, which they shuffle when they're in the shower or whatever. Yeah, they'll all listen to it once, first three, <laughs> add two singles, and then shower to them. Yeah, because like in that sort of vein, you could imagine like Billie Eilish coming out with one because it would be really edgy, and it would be like, oh, Billie Eilish has done a double album. What is she gonna do next? That's so you know out of the norm. That, that's gonna that's happen, fit, wouldn't it? Because like songs basically lockdown, lockdown. All those artists are gonna just start throwing out double albums this year. It's going to be crazy, and we're going to have to do a podcast reviewing all the new double albums of 2021. I'm surprised at how sort of few albums have come out during the last. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, but you would think like everyone is releasing stuff now because they've just had nothing better to do. But there's been a surprising lack of new releases since everyone's been in there's lockdown. like a creative wall. Yeah, maybe it's because you need to kind of to occupy your mind with other things to make good music. I don't know. Or what inspiration is there at the moment? A rising number of deaths. Yeah, but people are going to draw on that. <laughs> That's, that is a massive inspiration, man, yeah. for songwriters. <laughs> I remember saying, I remember saying in the first lockdown, George, that like to you that I can't wait for all the like new music that's going to come out. Like, there's going to be so much music eventually of like all the weird dark shit that like people were feeling, even if it's mm, like big time. It's going to be like a lot of fodder for music. I think second wave of dubstep. Oh, please. Skrillex is based. I don't know how long we've been on this for, but I'm guessing it's been half an hour. I, I actually, um, I'm going to have to go soon to go chat to my dad. Okay. Uh, well, just, <laughs> let's, let's, let's call that discussion there. Let's call. What's that, that podcast called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still, we're still trying to figure I'll out. I'll tell here. you what. Maybe we should get a guest appearances from the dads because you know my dad's pretty into music. Your dad's pretty into music. Tim's dad's pretty into music. Don't know about the rest of you, but do you even yeah. have dads? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Bulldog is definitely sort of your Coldplay listener. Average Coldplay <laughs> Tony Bulldog loves Queen, so if we can do a Queen double album, then... There is one. I don't think every oh, week's so. going to be on double albums. No, no I think we've found our calling now. <laughs> <laughs> we just get a big pile of them. Cringe your bass. Oh, yeah. let's round up that sort of question and everyone say cringe or based not that whole sentence just say whether you think it's cringe or based <laughs> so, so, de- so definitive to say either one double albums as a whole we vote now cringe or based go on Tom Oof. cringe George um, as a whole I would say cringe yeah I'll get lost. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I came in. <laughs> I came in with a definitive cringe. I thought it was based because I thought that was the bad one. But uh, I'll probably. Did you, leave, did you leave with a definitive cringe though? Because that was uh, no, I didn't. If you don't. 
I don't actually. I, there's some albums where I thought, oh yeah, those are double albums. I might actually not shuffle them for once. <laughs> okay, so what's your verdict? Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Tim? <laughs> oh, me? Oh, great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just calling it the big fat C. Yes, <laughs> get, get us the cringe. Cringe from Tim. And Jamie? Right in your cringe hole. I'm probably going to go with cringe as well, I think. Okay. Overall, with cringe. Well, on that basis, I have to go with based. Have <laughs> 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 well, written that down from the start? Goodbye, <laughs> everyone. We'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> see you next week. Um, we well, no, before before we stands. go, before we uh, Tim has <laughs> just left. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, oh, fantastic! He could not wait to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've lost Tim. Um, but anyway, oh, anyway, he, he might return. Who knows? <laughs> but um, we'll do our final section, which is an album chose by our very own George Johnson. Um, what is that album, George? Uh, well, it's not very creatively named. It's an album by uh, Stan Getz and Jal... Jil- Gilberto? Gilberto? I don't know how to say his name. Is anybody else? Jaoui Gilberto. <laughs> yeah. Jao. It, it, that's it's definitely Jao. I know it's Jao, but how, how do you say his surname? I imagine it's Gilberto. Gilberto. As the resident Gilberto. Spanish speaker, Gilberto. I would say. I got a fact about yeah. Gilberto. Oh, good old yeah. Gilberto. His nickname's Omito in Brazilian, which means the legend. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Hey. Thank you for that fact. All right. It's a shame it didn't come from Jamie, but. Um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, call it with the fact checking. Ping that, ping that to me in the chat next time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so the album is called Gets slash Gilberto, Gilberto, whatever whatever one it is. Uh, and it's basically, it's just a bossa nova album with the two of them, Stan Getz uh, on the keys and Jao Gilberto doing, uh, I think he's playing an instrument, but he's also, he's largely singing. Guitar. On the album. Yeah, he's also playing guitar. guitar. But yeah. it's, it's his voice really that does it for me. Uh, it's kind of like, it was actually one of the, it's kind of regarded as, one of the biggest uh, bossa nova albums to then go overseas and popularize bossa nova um in like the western world and just like make it a worldwide genre and i just think it's really nice it's a good kind of album i like to put on if i'm like a little bit hungover on a sunday morning and it's sunny and i'm going to the shops it's like that kind of just like really really easy really mellow album some beautiful vocals some nice sax i I can't complain, but what I don't know what you guys thought. I was just happy to. I I did like it. I um I thought it was very similar because I'd listened to uh, Jazz Samba, which you might know, which is by Mm, Stan Getz and Charlie Bird. Mm -hmm. So you got. I think it's by Stan Getz and Louis Bonfer. I don't think it is. Is it not? I think I've got it. Where's our jazz cat, Tim Nagel? (laughs) Um, but yeah, I thought it was similar to that. To be honest, Uh, again, been a while since I listened to that. I enjoyed it. I um, you know. I thought I agree. It was kind of like nice. I wasn't over the moon it about it. Yeah, it's like very back, background jazz. Yeah, that's it. Do you know what Beth called it? Elevator music. Ooh, Do you know what my housemate? Bossa Nova. <laughs> my housemate did as well. Is, yeah. Elevator music is bossa nova, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was, is it? It sounds like like things that we referenced for, for like for using as elevator music for Two Point Hospital. <laughs> like, <it>? Wow. <laughs> It was all like bossa, kind of like jazz, like loungy elevator music, like really good background, just like atmospheric stuff, which is really harsh, I, I feel like, because his, his vocals are so nice. Mm. Um, but it, it kind of just is like, because of how relaxing it is, it just, it sets a mood so nicely. Yeah, definitely. Anyone who's like actually into jazz, who's watching this right now is probably like cringing so hard. I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed because I thought that Tim would already maybe know this album or have listened to it. 
But I thought Tim would like it, but he's no, probably no, no, gone and left the chat. He would be loving it, man. He would be loving yeah. it. He'd be giving you yeah. He would be out facting Jamie over there. <laughs> yeah, right. but he just couldn't wait to leave uh so we'll never get to hear what tim thought of the album swift escape yeah, especially on the man that's like the big dog saxophone player mm. can about stan gets himself it's a shame we missed that i really should have asked you guys to record this too just in case it doesn't go well oh i am i am oh good luck <laughs> Well, it right, says yeah. only I'm recording, but okay. All right, should we conclude it there? I will just, yeah. I'll, I'll just click stop recording. Let's uh, stay and talk about naughty oh. things. That's well, no, we can out. just, we should do an outro, come on. Yeah, do you have yeah. the song? The song oh, you got to do? yeah, so we got a jingle. Oh, Get the song ready. Once he once told me. Told me so once he told me the world is going to roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.